Welcome to another episode of the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. We aim to be the facilitators of a mass discussion around some interesting environmental questions. My co-host is Wee Willy Winky. Yeah, I knew, I knew you'd kind of pull that up because that was something I said in the previous episode because I wanted a middle name, didn't I? Anyway, yeah, yeah. my name is William Mankler. Yeah, I'm the co-host of the podcast. We, like Stuart said, we discuss many things around the environmental sustainability area as well. We um, do. And often drift into philosophy. It seems to be, we seem mm. to drift into that because we've had some really deep and meaningful co- questions, haven't we? Thrown at us by the yeah. listener. Yeah, I wonder where today's conversation is going to go. Well, we don't know until we hear the question. So what is today's question, Stuart? Today's question is from Pedro in Lisbon, which is Portugal. I say Pedro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that does sound more Mexican. Mexican. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah, like Speedy Gonzales. No. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know what Portuguese talk like, apart from very loud. Anyway, um, generalising. Anyway, Pedro's question. Uh, it, well, it's more of a statement. He wants us to discuss it. Leaders and decision makers. Behave similar to organised crime gangs, with big businesses being the crime bosses, gang bosses. Discuss. Oh, we're talking about corruption We're here. not going to actually say they are, are we? We're not going to say they're crooks, but that's what Pedro wants us to discuss. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, well, if there, is, there is money. If, if Wherever there's money, there's going to be corruption, right? So, mm. um, But it also depends on how you look at it as well. So if somebody mm. bids a certain amount of money for something, then course they're going to get the the higher i don't know the higher bid might, might get it potentially i don't really know what i'm talking about to be frank with you i i'm no i think I'm, i think i don't know enough about the this part of this kind of this part of the world you know this part of our life mm, yeah but that, that's the problem you're not meant to know that's why it potentially could be like crime gangs but you know in, in uh, i'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist but many people say we're in an age of unity and society is seen in in part as coming together to face the climate emergency. But, you know, we have to stay united, even though it might seem like a fractured unity, because leaders and people with vested interests want to divide us. So by us not being strong and unified, it makes the job much easier for, for, for the people who want us to fail in changing the status quo. Yeah, the ones who have the best... If, if you have a vested interest in something, then the last thing you want is a motivated large group of people to cause you trouble. Though not always... It's, it's not always that when you get a, a volume of people that will actually no. necessarily get change, but it does help. Of course mm. it does. Mm. Um, but you're And many millions of pounds, dollars, euros are spent on, on companies putting out misinformation. Um, are you, uh, uh, about, are you talking about hiding in plain sight? Are you talking about greenwash? Yeah, greenwash, absolutely. So you, greenwash and just damn lies, really. Yeah, or or, or, or taking figures and making them because you know you can take any set of figures and make it look positive or negative in the in the way you want it to. That's the thing. That's the thing with you, any sort of statistics and figures. Yeah, it's sort of like saying, oh, they, they often uh, climate change deniers or. Big business often say, oh, there's a large body of scientists who, who don't believe in the climate uh, data. But actually, when you look at it, it's 97% of scientists do believe in the climate change data. And there's only 3% that don't. So it's sort of like misrepresenting that, that data as well and hoping we won't look. Yeah. And, but yeah, and also, not, not, this is what I always say is like, um, oh, there's a, there's a great thing. I'm just thinking about the, uh, the whole Watergate scandal. During the Watergate scandal, the people that were 
I think there were a couple of journalists, if I remember correctly, that were f- looking at the Watergate scandal and looking into it. But they were continuously saying, "Follow the money," because they had to, they were following the money and where the money came from. And they had they they finally got it back to uh, Nixon's um, campaign. So mm. that was that's how they got him in the end. So in a way, with any sort of information, you've really got to follow the money, as it were. You've got to find out mm. where was that originally published and. You know where, what, how, how has it been? How has something been reported? And that's on that's on every side. So, mm. um, oh yeah. So that's that's part of it. That's part of that's part of the solution in some ways, isn't it? You know, we're almost. We're, I think Maybe. we're almost. We're almost hinting the fact that 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 that, that the statement that that has been said by Pedro is is almost true, right? Yeah. You know, to actually drill down in it a bit more. I mean, the question Pedro, I said Pedro set. Uh, <laughs> I hope he's not going to be insulted by an impression. It's just a terrible impression, Stuart. So uh, you know, <laughs> Pedro, if you're anyway. li- if you're listening to this, I'm sure you are. Don't, don't you know? It's just Stuart doing very bad impressions of Mexicans. Of, anyway, of, of anybody, uh, he's so, just terrible impressions. Yeah, the, the, the question is: uh, uh, the leaders and decision makers uh, behave similar to organised crime gangs. Well, to look at that, it is easier to get to and charge and remove people on the ground level of structures and it's harder to get to the people higher up which is why environmental campaigners are often in uh, are killed like minor crooks are you know yeah. you know the the, the the people low down in the criminal in, uh, industry world they're the ones you can get to they're the ones you can remove uh, and if anything starts to cause a ripple effect higher up people disappear and that's why yeah. environmental campaigners are disappearing so well, as you say where there, there's corruption and vested interests i think there's very similar structures power structures to organized crime without saying they're they're crooks but the structures are sim- very similar yeah i i would agree i was i was also going to say when you were talking about the you know the, these the, anybody who's like uh, being killed because of their their mm. their, their protesting, you know. It, it go, but it goes. It does go back to this whole thing of like um, one man's uh, freedom fighter is another man's terrorist. You know, it's all mm. about it's all about perspective. So yeah. these people see In these the see sixties. Yes. Well, and even 90s. now, even happens now, right? Yeah. So even it's called guerrilla warfare when we were kids, not uh, not terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that's yeah. that's. But that order, like I said, it all depends on how you. And how, on your own perspective, right? So, yeah. maybe maybe mm. we are talking. I think we are definitely more than hinting that, that there is there is a correlation there. Mm. And you know, no no mm. government no government is uh, is totally uncorrupt. It's impossible because we're humans. We're only mm. human beings. Yeah. And uh, often we will yeah. go. We'll be led easily by our by our noses. Mm. I mean, very often uh, these cover ups happen because of of the hidden power structures that are, are, spread, are designed to spread accountability to other people. It's like, um, you know, I'm not a, an Extinction Rebellion activist, but I have watched what they've been doing. And the media coverage of last year were, were, was um, that th- they showed the protests uh, and then they showed a load of litter that was left behind. But actually, a lot of that stuff that was left behind was because there was a big plan, a tidy-up plan at the end of the protest, but the police actually wouldn't allow that to be executed. So it was sort of like saying, look at these protesters, look at all the rubbish they're, they're leaving behind, instead of saying, well, actually, look at these protesters, and wasn't it a shame they couldn't pick up what they wanted to? So am, so, I, am, I, am I thinking, am I getting right? Getting it right that you're saying that the media are then 
are portraying it that way to make them look bad on behalf yeah. of um, the, the government. They're on trying... behalf of power structures that we don't necessarily know about. Maybe they're in government, maybe they're not. But I've but often un- seen... I've often seen media more of a, as as a as a way of get selling selling like airtime or uh, mm. page space or actually pick somebody mm. to leaving the news on on the television or somebody mm. picking up the newspaper. It's it's trying to actually get news. It has to be antagonistic in some ways. Yeah. So it could. Yeah, so that there is a, there is a, there is obviously a conspiracy theory in some respects that, that mm. there's, there's there's some there's some mind controlling everything and it's, it's all a big plan mm. from somebody. But I think there's a lot more even say lot more complexity will, to all, all of this. You know. Yeah, Much I wouldn't complex. even say it's necessarily one mind. It's just a, a, a habits of people who are caught up in that that hidden structure. Yeah, so exactly. it may not even be one mastermind. No, Another thing about those protests last year that there was. A certain amount of them were um, the protests were going to be powered by solar panels. Right. But actually, uh, the, the the police actually confiscated the panels, and uh, we're, you know, it, it, and nobody's ever seen where those panels ended up. So, right. Um, right. so you know, and people say, "Oh, well, I didn't see on the news that the uh, Extinction Rebellion were going to try and use power, uh, these solar powers." And no, it wasn't because it wasn't reported. You know, because it wasn't reported, people think, oh, it didn't happen. I was going to say, know? though, just I was just thinking. But I'm not an XR activist. I no, must point that out. Yeah, me me either. I'm not either. But isn't there also, um, I was just thinking about the activism side of things, that the activists in some ways are actually almost behave, could be also behaving like organised criminals in some respects. Very similar. Uh, the, the way human organise themselves, this could happen in, in all aspects of social strata yes you know not just in our leaders and does that know, then affect then affect their effectiveness because that's how they're that's how they're perceived well i'm not sure if it affects their effectiveness but if they openly and any organization i'm not talking about extinction rebellion here any organization mm. if they openly review if they openly review their structures uh, and they discover that they're the ableists, you know, that you know, that they, they discriminate against uh, disabled people, or they are organised like crime gangs, or, or whatever. By being open, open with those reviews and saying, okay, this is what we found. Okay, we're not perfect, and now let's try. There's nothing wrong with that open analysis. By revealing yeah. that you have uh, the, 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 those hidden structures within yourself and accepting it and wanting to do something about it, I don't think that's wrong. It's wrong to have these structures in place that have these uh, impacts on society and it's even more wrong to know they're in place and not do anything about it yes i was also going to say that i mean i've been also watching a lot of what um especially what um the lot of the groups around hs2 are talking about Mm. at the moment and if you look at how they're talking and how they go back to what we said earlier or what i said earlier about you know you can fit the facts to your own your own uh, agenda agenda thank you very much uh, your own agenda they're actually when i read their facts and i look at it i'm like well some of these are really false they, they already feel like they're falsifiable but they're stating mm. them as fact it was isn't mm. that exactly what these big corporations are doing so yeah, i they, think well, they're falling it, it feels like they all do it the fear yeah, because it's almost like you're falling into a trap of trying to make something sound actually worse than it mm. is or trying to not not focusing on one particular agenda point mm. you know so if you look at 
could I could I bring in the HS2 because this is obviously I think this is probably one of the biggest devi- most divisive things at the moment because of course there's mm. so much money going around and there's so much um so many accusations some of these might be mm. true that money through that is going to obviously line the pockets of of politicians right it's going to go into the pockets Mm. of politicians and i think there Mm. definitely is a a danger of not necessarily presenting the facts uh, but but almost like trying to focus on too many different things at once you know like how much it's going to Mm. cost and it's only going to save 20 minutes etc 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 but actually really the biggest cost is the environmental cost so really you should be concentrating Mm. on that one fact and just nothing nothing Mm. else yeah, I, 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 you know, Pedro's question is: uh, are, are we, uh, are, are leaders and decision makers behave similar to organised crime gangs? I think we all need to review this because, yeah. uh, as we're as we're discovering through this conversation, we didn't know where it was going to lead. This is where it's leading. Maybe we all need to sit down and openly review. Okay, how close are we related to these crime gang structures? Yeah, but the- what I do know is the people who lose out are the most vulnerable in society and whether it's the leaders or whether it's you and I or whether it's other charities. If you've got this unhealthy structure, it's the vulnerable in society that actually affected the most. Absolutely. I was going to say, I'm going to quote um, George Carlin, if you know who he is. Mm. He he was saying, Uh, uh, an American stand-up comedian, but he did a lot of very, very much talk. He talked a lot about sort of, he always generally pushed things quite far. But he was talking mm. about one at one point about um, people complaining about the leaders that we have, and his point mm. was, "Well, where do you think the leaders come from? <laughs> they don't come from mm. some like uh, somewhere else. They come mm. from within that 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 society or that area. Mm. So if mm. you complain about your leaders, you know, you just get better leaders." <laughs> mm. But uh, something I do want to d- drill down into about uh, you know, our business is corrupt. Well, I think uh, there are some businesses that are, are really trying to skew uh, public perception uh, and ignore their own data that says that their industry isn't sustainable. I'm hinting at the oil industry here. And that's, um, a, wide, that's a wide industry as well, because you're talking about yeah. oil that's from everything from uh, petro- you know, fuels right through to plastics, right? Yeah, exactly. And that was my point. Many people don't actually realise that plastic... The plastic industry is actually one of the same as the oil industry because it's mm. an oil-based product. Yeah, um, there's a lot of corruption. In, there's a lot of corruption in the oil in, in oil production, isn't there? Exactly. And something I want to just drill down into, drill down into. That's a pardon the pun. Yeah, you're boring uh, with me with the oil it now. Industry. You're, bo- you're boring with <laughs> me now. <laughs> is um, the oil industry are producing more and more um, different types of plastic products? over and above what we need Mm. and they're trying to then find uses for that surplus material and they're inventing uh, a demand they're 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 sort of educating us that we can't do without plastic so they can keep pumping more and more in yeah and i remember years ago there was this campaign well when plastic was really starting to take off that there was this governmental level uh, recommendation to try and discourage single-use plastics about 20, 30 years ago. But the oil industry, plastic industry, they got together to, uh, to develop a campaign to actually change the rhetoric around that. Uh, and instead of it being to discourage the manufacture of single-use plastics, 
plastic industry sort of spun it round and to try and make it a litter issue by saying stop littering and they're passing the problem on to us and it's not about them anymore so that that's another example of manipulation and organized power structures yeah i was going to say that um whenever i see litter in the street of a and let's say a food chain you know like a fast food chain mm. Um, mm. My immediate thought is, well, that person was inconsiderate. But then, I, the, my secondary mm. thought, or, or straight away, is, yeah, but they shouldn't have had that opportunity to do that in the first place. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It should have, it should have mean, been really obvious the way of. There should be a really obvious way to dispose of what their their single use of mm. whatever it is. It should be straightforward. Yeah. I mean, there's this illusion that we can't survive without plastic. And that that's generated by the producers themselves, yes. uh, and uh, and there's this huge amount of data saying you know a lot of plastics ending up in the sea and and it's getting into the sea by seven main rivers. Yeah, um, and most and most of those rivers are actually in Asia, so it's an Asia's problem, Asian problem p- causing the pollution. But actually, it's not actually their fault because we're exporting or we were exporting a lot of our plastic waste from. England and America and all, all the Western countries uh, that we couldn't process. We didn't know what to do with all this waste, so we exported it to Asia. And they've got no idea what to do with it either. Uh, and so a lot of it's ju- just f- being dumped I- in places in India and, and China. Yeah. Uh, and because they can't process it, it's feeding into the river system, going into the seas, and we're saying it's their fault. Well, we're the ones that are sending it there. It's our rubbish a lot of the time. I was going to say, yeah, I follow, I follow uh, it's the whole thing, the whole idea of follow the money here, right? Because mm. it's not only that we're doing that, and the reason why that's being mm. done is probably because it's cheaper to ship it all across to China and, and process it, because whoever's processing it is paid less than somebody who's pa- who lives here. Mm. The other mm. thing, of course, is the demand the other way around as well. So you have, to have this demand for, for cheap products. So mm. that China are producing uh, in are producing cheap products and the the manufacturing process obviously creates even more white plastic waste so it's not just Mm. a matter of us chucking waste at them it's just us demanding that the demand comes from comes from the west potentially and Mm. and part other parts of the world of course but we just focus on the west because that's where we are right now that Mm. we say right you we 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 want this but we don't want to pay this amount of money so can you do it cheaper they do it cheaper and of course Mm. then the manufacturing process isn't as good and you get more plastic mm. that way as well. So there's so many, there's so much. I always talk about this and life, I always think this, life is not as straightforward as we think it is. It's not, it, there's, no, mm. there's no single answer and there's no single mm. sort of route with these things, you know, that is mm. there. But the thing about plastic recycling, that's an, a complete illusion because plastic in the main can only be recycled a certain amount of times bef- before it turns into this like black gloop that ends up into landfill. Yeah. or into rivers or whatever. Or incineration. Now, yeah. mixed... Pl- yeah, exactly. Uh, which incineration plants actually produce a hell of a lot of uh, toxins which are, uh, are actually worse than it going to landfill in many instances. And, and those things are built next to vulnerable communities. But the thing about recycling of plastic, there are some products out there that have mixed plastic in, in them. So they can't, you know, the, the technology isn't there and you can't actually separate the different types of plastic to be able to recycle it because some plastic can't be recycled. Yeah. Some can only be recycled a certain amount of times and some can be recycled a lot. And if you so when you get mixed plastic, you, 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 it's very hard to separate it and that's why it ends up in the sea because it's stockpiled. 
And have, have you heard about the, um, so you can get uh, tumblers or plastic cups that are mm. not made out of plastic, they're made out of like wheat and that type of thing, different products. Mm. But because they're so plastic-like, the, mm. um, the, 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 they're rejected at the, at the plants, mm. the recycling plants. Mm. Because they think they're plastic, mm. they don't think they're biodegradable. So I couldn't be. You can biodegrade mm. them in your in your compost at home, but you wouldn't be able mm. to put them into your compost bin to take to an incident to a uh, biomass place like here mm. here, here in Oxford. Yeah. Uh, one, one thing I will pick uh, up on though is that, is the, uh, mm. the as far as I understand it, the um, the incinerators are are better than they used to be, and they don't they don't throw uh, they don't they they are they have they're very very strictly monitored for what they actually kick out into the atmosphere. What? They are in this country, but when you're going abroad, so yeah. say to these India yeah. and that, we've got this surplus plastic, so suddenly these they're incinerators pop up. They're not legislated. They're it's almost like worse. bonfires, right? You might just call them glorified yeah, bonfires. Much. Yeah. Uh, and I saw something the other day. It was a cup, a plastic cup. It said 30% of this uh, plastic cup is recyclable, and the other 70% wasn't. <laughs> How on earth? You cannot separate out that 30% from the 70%. So it all ends up in landfill anyway. You must have just called you it know. 100% unrecyclable, right? But Yeah, exactly. So, you know, how, how does it... I'm just thinking about the original statement, the original thing there of, of, mm. of what Pedro said. And I think that, that we are all sort of... I'll I touch on part of what you just said earlier. We are all... We all, all need to be looking at what we're thinking and how we're doing things, don't mm. we? We really do. Because mm. it's, not, it's mm. not just the top government, it's everybody, really, if you really yeah. think about it. Because we're all, we're all open to corruption, right? Absolutely. We I should, mean, we should uh, be open about that because we are human and we are we have our we have our weakness we have our weaknesses and we we have our biases and you know you know I, I can be mm. very biased against something and I know that for a fact and I and I try to I try my best to challenge that that bias. Mm. And you have to review that regularly to be able to say, yeah, okay, yeah. how 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 have these biases germinated? Yeah. Now I mentioned these a couple of times, and I'm not I'm not actually I've already said a, a extinction rebellion activist. I'm not an activist. I'm not really involved. But I was invited invited to get involved with a a Scottish extinction rebellion uh, Zoom series of conversations where they were self-analyzing their their internal structures against uh, against or involving disabled people. Yeah, and they were having a very honest and, and open uh, self-analysis of you know their own biases of how they don't support their own XR members that are maybe disabled uh, as well as they could. And it was t I have to say I mean I, I I was invited in to to as a disabled person to give 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 my view, and that that was as far as it went. I have to say I did admire them for they did find some very uncomfortable truths uh, and and that they stood there and said well okay this is very uncomfortable let's not brush it under the carpet let's show that uh, we can confront the, the, the these uncomfortable truths and do something with them but then they're gonna have to look at that regularly to make sure they're not creeping back in now yeah. many people would say oh well yeah XR ain't any better because they're that they, they treat their disabled members badly well, actually, yeah, they have maybe treated their, in some situations, could have treated disabled members better. But it's actually, instead of slapping them down, say, well, actually, well done for actually facing this and trying to do something about it. Yeah, if that's the case, I mean, that's obviously a, just one branch of XR, of course, isn't it? But oh, yeah, yeah. The Scottish are very progressive on the these self-analysis methods. You know, you wouldn't but, see that. You, know, you wouldn't see that from 
a lot from from governmental level. You very well, you extraordinary very rarely see that from governmental level. They, no, because they're it, covering their ass to, you know, to yeah. say, well, you know, they're only seen to making mistakes. Or well, mistakes is part of the the problem. And if you bury it, you become co- corrupt like crime uh, syndicates. Yeah, and going I, I back was, to Pedro's was, question. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I will say though that. Um, Actually, sometimes this reminds me. Actually, I think sometimes local local government, local councils get a little bit of a little bit too much uh, stick for this. That they actually get things wrong, but actually, generally mm. councils generally are pretty open about it. More than go- more than mm. more than major more than big government. The small mm. government does. They're a little bit more open about mm. it. Right, this didn't work. Let's mm. do something different. Let's try again. Let's try. Mm. Let's try something else. Um, there's been situations here in Oxford where. The council have tried something and it hasn't worked. So they've tried it. They've mm. tried a different pr- approach and they've actually been quite open about mm. it. So that sort of mm. thing should definitely be shown a lot more, you know, and not not mm. ridiculed as you say. They, you know, if you mm. if you, like with the ex, this XR group, if they are being that open about it, and uh, mm. there's some, you know, that you've got. I think you've got to sometimes look at yourself and say, and it's really hard to sort of like you. Some some home truths really will hit hard on you, won't they? Mm. Some something yeah. will, some some things will occur. Some, some you'll have a conversation about something, and then you're like, "Wow, actually, do you know what? I didn't realise I was doing X. I really got to mm. face this up, face up to this, and that's actually harder mm. to do than just go just go on with the same old, same old, isn't it? Yeah. Hell of a question, Pedro. It is. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know if you expected that. I think we've answered that, covered it pretty well. We've tried. We've tried our best. Yeah. Thanks very much for the question, Pedro. And I hope that really has gone some way to answering your question um but also um it's it's inspired a, an interesting debate and that's what we always want on this podcast isn't mm. it Stuart? yeah and uh if anybody has got a, a question a listener has got a question they want us to discuss how can they email it to us william yeah yeah the email address is the people's countryside at gmail.com um, I, I didn't make a thing of it this time, Stuart. You can't make a thing of it. What, time. going backwards? <laughs> going backwards, yeah. I'll just walk into the door. Yeah, I know. And if you want to, if you want to do it backwards, uh, you know, uh, it'd be a bit of a challenge. Anyway, it's an <laughs> ongoing joke. You have to dig right down into the, a past podcast to yeah. understand that ongoing joke. I think it was maybe COVID, our COVID series episode two or three. Mm. I think it was number two. I think it was number two or three. I can't remember exactly which one. It's really only the yeah. COVID. Shall I have a go? Shall I have a go? Is it backwards? <laughs> well, I was just going to say we did have we did do a COVID series, didn't we? And also we did yeah. we we have got a huge back catalogue of of, um, mm. of episodes going right back almost two years. It's well worth checking yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's us for today. We're going to be back in a in a few days with yet another listener question. Uh, we've had three more come in overnight, and so uh, you know keep them coming. Yeah, and I say at this point. Thank you so much for the questions. Thank you so much for listening because without you, we'd be nothing. And without me, William would certainly be nothing. <laughs> with that thought, I'll leave you there. What about William? Are you leaving him there as well? Or are you going to carry on yabbering? I've got nothing else to say. See you next time then. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>